George, before we officially start, I mm. think we should agree. I mean, it's a trying time at the moment. Yeah. Um, the fears of coronavirus, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's what's on everyone's lips, isn't it? Quite rightly, obviously. Mm. But I think that we, as entertainers, should take it upon ourselves to lift the spirits of the people. Yeah. Uh, so I think we should ban all talk of coronavirus and anything medical, to be honest, from this week's episode, just so we don't, you know, end up bringing people down more. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Okay. Well, with that in mind, let's spin the crass wheel of crass wheel fortune of crass. Hey! Oh, I've got it here. Look a little bit damaged on the mega bus back. Oh, it doesn't look good. doesn't look good. No. We've lost a few of the stickers. I hope it doesn't end Has Brandreth gone? Brandreth, it has gone, but look, I've done another one. I've done another oh, sticker. Okay. Okay. Written it in nice glittery uh, gel pen. Yep. Stick it up there. Ah. Uh, right there. There you go. Couldn't be spinning it without Brandreth. No. Right. I'm going to pull the uh, the lever now, George. Okay. Oh, there we go. Look at it spin. Little mm, looks a little struggling a bit, isn't it, to get yeah, around? It's, it's, it's just barely moving. Barely moving. Jesus. Going past all the all the topics. Naked lunch. Matches. <laughs> oh, is it going to land on Brandreth? Is it? Go- oh, it- oh, 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 oh no! Doctor. So, listeners, uh, it's it's landed on Doctor. Shit! That's bloody typical, isn't it, George? I mean, we could we could spin it again. No, we can't. Law, 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 law okay. prevents us from doing that. Crass law. <laughs> Start the theme song. Sorry, listeners, it's going to be a downbeat one full of coronavirus chat, probably. You might as well just stop listening now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop listening now. We're going to make it fun. Mm. Start the theme song, George. Yep. 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 Welcome to Season 4, Episode 5 of Crass. I'm George Walsh. And I'm Paul Austin. George, as always, I'd like to start the podcast by asking you a little question. It's Paul's Question Time! Paul's Question Time! Paul's Question Time! George. Yes? Paul's Question Time. What's going on with Coronavirus. Well, you, it's, it's down Mental? to me to answer that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's not good, is it? It's not good. It's a little. Yeah, it's a bit of a bummer, isn't it? Yeah, listeners. I don't know about you, but I'm a bit bummed out. Mm. Can't leave the house. I mean, not that I'd be doing that anyway. No, I mean, I mean where you live, it's advised not to leave oh, yeah, the house. Yeah. Anyway, have you seen any of any sort of interesting stories of the impact of coronavirus in Manchester? What's the mood like up there? Well, I mean, I was out this uh, last weekend, just gone by. I've been at Manchester International Film Festival for most of the week before. And so I was there on on, on Sunday. I actually met with an old crass pal uh, on Uh. Saturday as well. But um, it was fairly busy. (laughs) (laughs) Were they involved in crass at any point? Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Yeah. Good name Um, him. It's all right. Rick. Rick. I met up with Rick. But um, yeah, it was fairly busy on on Saturday. Not the film festival. Was it? I don't believe. But, uh, <laughs> the film festival has consistently been dead. I was going except <laughs> for during that Simon Pegg film, uh, uh, only because Simon Pegg was there doing a Q and A. That yeah. was the only reason it was busy. Fickle, was it... fickle bastards. Was it not Pastors busy when you went stuff. to see Chicken Run? Uh, no, there were a few in, but but Good. no, about 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 fifty. It's not that busy. It's not, it's not yeah, really busy, is it? Well, cinema? no, no, definitely not. No, but um, yeah, so on Saturday it was fairly busy. Sunday was noticeably quieter. Mm. But um, I went for a meal and it was busy in the restaurant. So. All, 
coughing in each other's food. Well, it was tapas, actually, so... What? Oh, dear. <laughs> but, um... I hope I, don't, I hope I don't get it down Skype from you. I haven't got it yet. What do you mean? Well, you don't know I, that. I don't, don't know that, George. I don't have, no symptoms. I don't have the, we uh, all have it. the privileged access to a free check that uh, Idris Elba's got. Idris. Idris. Oh, I don't feel ill. Idris oh, Elba. no, I've got it. Stealing the ideas from younger people yeah. who can't get their own plays made. What a... <laughs> I've just realised what the other is. I, I went to see that play, by the way. You did. I remember you yeah. mentioned it. It wasn't very good. So, yeah, but, I mean, a lot's changed since Sunday. So a lot will have changed between now and, and when this goes out, out yeah. Friday as well. We're recording this on Tuesday, yeah. listeners. So, I mean, and in that period mm. of time, Italy went from, like, everyone going around, you know, kissing each other on the mouth to them all being in jail. So, <laughs> you know, anything could happen. Anything could happen in the next few days. Yeah. One of us could be dead. Mm, well, hopefully it'll bring some more listeners to uh, <laughs> the t- podcast. I thought for a second you were going to say, hopefully it's you. No, no. <laughs> As in you <laughs> saying it's me. No. No, give over. No, I know you wouldn't really think that, George. No. I know, I've um, got a fun... Oh, I was just going to say, no, I know you... home cinema is closed as well, for the time being. Yes. I mean, loads of... Yeah, it's... As have most places. Yeah, let's not get on a big thing about how Boris has basically screwed up all the. Listen, I'm not. I don't want to get political, George. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But let's face it, Boris Johnson is a prick. Do you know what Boris Johnson has done? I don't yes. want to get on this. But he's actually made it more difficult to sort of satirise him mm. and to 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 be angry about Boris Johnson by being such a ludicrous parody of Boris Johnson. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's part so now, of, if you I've say said this for years, it's part of his plan, wasn't it, to win the affections yeah. of the nation and then the votes, act like a buffoon, oh the old cripes, and then, yeah, he gets the Which job to, to no. It shouldn't be to anyone's surprise that he was was voted in. No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> anyway, I've got Just a keep fun it story up. of keep it Corona light. fun. No. I've got a fun story. Oh, so I was in Morrison's. Yep. Like. Pff, few days ago it was longer than that it was like a week ago mm. um i've been indoor i've been socially isolating since then yeah i've just been sat in my bed in my pants eating peanuts um, that's just an average day isn't it for you well yeah okay it is just an average day but at least i've got an excuse now don't take that away from me george so i was in morrison's mm. buying my peanuts yeah uh and but I go to the toilet roll section just to check out the check out the area, yeah. and there is actually there's a few left. It's not totally ransacked like mm. you see online. Yeah. So there's a few there. I don't pick some up because you know we've got plenty here, mm. and you don't need it anyway. Really, do your toilet roll. Don't need it. I've never used it. <laughs> um, but I get to the checkout, self service checkouts, and I see a guy who looks like someone out of the only way is Essex, <laughs> running along, looking panicked. And under both arms, he's got about eight rolls, <laughs> eight packets, big old packets of kitchen rolls. <laughs> I just imagined him going home to his partner and them saying, oh, for fuck's sake, Gary, that's that's kitchen roll. You've bought the wrong bloody thing. You never get these things right, do you, Gary? You Get out. But on the upside... Uh, I'm reliably informed that one sheet does plenty, so... <laughs> it was actually plenty. Was it? Well, uh, he's probably yeah. thinking he can just run it under the tap and have another wipe. <laughs> Imagine that. Would you do that, George, if it came to it? <laughs> no, you wouldn't, would you? Just get in the shower, yeah. hop in the old shower. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Give yourself the a French... cheeky enema while you're in there. <laughs> The French don't look so stupid now, do they, with their uh, B-days? No, no, definitely not. No. Would you, would you, have you used, I've never used a B-day, have I've you, I've never George? used one, no. No. Like to, though. Not likely to use one soon, either, because I'm suppo- I was supposed to be going to Paris next month. A oh, few days. no. Uh, My sister was supposed to be going to Paris uh, from the 25th. Of for a week. this month. This month. Oh, right, yeah. Can't now. Can't now. Well, actually, Can't the thing now. with with this is though, in four weeks it might all be different again. 
I've suppose got, so. I've got emails through from Eurostar and from the hotel saying if you want to reschedule it for free, you can. But I don't know when to reschedule it for. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I could reschedule it yeah. for June, and it's still it's even still worse. Still could in be going. Yeah. So could all be dead. What do I do? Email in if you've I got suggestions. <laughs> for... No, don't. Don't email it. Don't fucking yeah, bother. Don't. Right. If you're even thinking about it, just don't. Next bit. <laughs> right, George, I think we should do a little, a quick update on, well, not last week's, because we missed it yep. last week, because we fucked up. The recording mm-hmm. and couldn't release an episode. Yeah, the recording didn't fuck up. It wasn't a technical thing. We were just crap. Yeah, quality control is yeah something I believe a lot of podcasts. Not naming any names, a lot of podcasts they just sort of churn out episodes each week and episodes think that that's, every week that's fine. You know, over long episodes every week that could really do with editing down and having some quality control. But uh, again, yeah, not naming not any naming. names. Any names? Paul Gannon. I was not going to name any names, but... <laughs> but I think we should do a little update on your gifts yeah. that I bought you. Because at the time, you know, we didn't uh, we we didn't know anything about the games that I bought you. For example, yeah. um, I mean that's it, really, isn't it? Was there anything else that we need to well, talk about? It's just the games. Yeah, isn't it? there's there's no surprises, is there, with the Clarkson DVDs? No, you did say you watched a bit of I one did. of them, though, didn't you? Yeah, we'll get on to that later. I think we should talk about the games first. Okay, all right. Uh, well, listeners, if you didn't listen, why you just listen to this one? Go back, listen to, yeah. the, to the previous... I'm not going to say go back and listen to all of them, because a lot of them are shite. But at least listen to last week's. Yeah, it was a good one last week's. It was a good one. And then? if that, if you Probably didn't like... Better than this if you one. didn't like... Yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, this isn't going to be as good, but there we go. If you didn't like last week's... You're not going to like any of it, so... No. It's a good litmus test, I think, last week's podcast. I think so. Yeah. Go on, sorry. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> uh, yeah, I bought George two games, two PlayStation 2 games. The first one was a serious present I thought he'd like, mm. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire Party Edition. Yeah. Uh, and we had a go at that, didn't we, George? We did. And what did you think? Well, it was just utterly, utterly dreadful, wasn't it, in every <laughs> it was way? really, really bad. It was terrible, listeners. It just didn't work. No. Like, there was no... They had a few way too many multiplayer modes that yeah. were all too similar, to be honest. Mm. But you would... The main one that you play, you can buzz in and sort of steal questions, but you can just do this ad, infinita- in ad infinitissimum. What's that phrase, George? <laughs> You're on your own, mate. Just do it as many times as you want. Yeah, just so buzz in just and steal the points. means two people just buzzing in back and forth. It's, it just doesn't achieve anything. Shite. You've got a quickfire round which stops for a scoreboard update every two <laughs> questions. So it's not quickfire then, is it? Nope. <laughs> Let's see what the scores are. <laughs> like that. And you've I got think the they've same... got Michael Sheen to play him in the new ITV show quiz. I can't wait. I can't wait, Paul. They could have had you, though, George. Think about me. it. Well, I'll dub him. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go back in and, and redub him. Brilliant. Nothing if he doesn't say, ho-ho, at any point, then it's, it's not going to be any good and no. doesn't deserve any BAFTAs. If he does go, nope. ho-ho, then it deserves BAFTAs all the way. Absolutely. This is Quiz. Is it called Quiz? I uh, think it is called Quiz. Yeah. Quiz listeners, it's on ITV at some point. It's about the coughing scandal. Yeah. Uh, from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Looks pretty good. What were we saying? Anyway, this game, I mean, it was rubbish. And it's not got the char- kind of character development or interesting um, players that the Weakest Link game, for example, no. has. I think the Weakest Link game has some of the best video game characters of all time. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. But this millionaire one didn't really have anyone of any note in there. Not really. It. It Apart from, guy. yeah, the one who was like a big chunky fella in a football top. <laughs> what did he say again? <laughs> Oh, whoa, hey! He kept saying that. And he had a couple of other stock lines. But wasn't one of them like, that. hey, we eat fell over? Or have I just imagined that? I think you're imagining it, oh, but it's, it's in that sh- vein. Yep. <laughs> and we thought, okay, well, this is a terrible game. Uh, let's yeah. have a go at uh, Harry Potter Quidditch, Quidditch World <laughs> <laughs> And honestly, listeners, it made the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game look like a work of art. Yeah. 
It's one of the worst games I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just shit, ugly, boring. I mean, we spent the entire Quidditch match playing against each other, just in the middle of the pitch, <laughs> just throw, just nicking the ball off each other, back and yeah. forth, over and over again. Uh, George managed to get like two goals, or whatever they're called in J.K. Rowling's head. Yeah, but what's the problem with it after that, George? Well, then, after a while, it, it's almost like the, the Quidditch game gets bored with, with the format and just says, oh, <laughs> now there's this golden thing flying about. Go and chase that. And if you catch that... Jasper Carrot's golden ball. Jasper Carrot's golden <laughs> ball. If you, yeah, if you catch it, you get 150 points. Yeah, and a it's... goal is only worth 10 points. <laughs> so I could score 14 goals. You could catch that golden thing and just win. Yep. What a, stupid, really, what a stupid game! Obviously, that's in in the texts in in the in the in the books, Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, that is part of the game Quidditch. But mm. having a video game based around it just goes to show the absolute absurdity of yeah. that as a rule. I mean, I thought her Twitter account was the worst thing she'd ever done. But now I'm <laughs> not so sure, to be honest with you. Well, J.K. slammed. So that's the little crafts gifts update. Yeah, well, the other, just to finish this, the other gifts I got were four Jeremy Clarkson straight to yes. DVD specials. <laughs> uh, I thought, I'll watch I'll watch one for a laugh. I think the one I watched was Supercar Showdown. Good choice. Uh, which, which genuinely, not a good choice. No, it wasn't a good choice, <laughs> Paul. It genuinely okay, opens right. with shots of melting polar ice caps <laughs> oh, with a Clarkson voiceover over the top saying, Global warming is destroying the world. <laughs> and then he goes on to talk about how, but if the weather gets hotter, then there'll be palm trees in, in Britain, and wouldn't that be wonderful? Right. And he's then driving around in cars, unironically. So I've gone, well, let's accelerate global warming. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a fucking wanker. Why have you bought me four of his DVDs? Because I thought it'd be funny, George. It was at the time. Yes, exactly. On on this subject as well, we've had uh, an email, so shall we have the crass correspondence jingle, Yes, we please? shall. Switch the machine up! Stop the presses! I don't believe it! Stop the bloody presses! It's press correspondence! 114 Discriminator <laughs> has been in touch okay. to say... Nice to hear from you. Dear Crass... Last week, I was horrified to hear Paul give George Walsh some Jeremy Clarkson DVDs. I myself offered to buy George Walsh some Clarkson Mm. DVDs some years ago, only to be told rather patronisingly that George Walsh would never find the thought of receiving Clarkson DVDs even remotely funny, and that I should simply fuck off with all that (laughs) Top Gear shite. Well, I demand a written or recorded apology. He's not not going to get no, one. No, obviously um, not. Interesting though, it's clearly no. someone that you've you know in real life. This George, yeah. Unlike all of our other the, listeners, unlike all of us, uh, the email concludes. Now, if you'll excuse me, the Trans Liberation Front of China are meeting in the dance hall opposite my flat, <laughs> and my telescope won't polish itself. <laughs> Huffing and wheezing from behind the quarantine, one one four discriminator. Well, uh, I'm sorry that you feel. You know, upset by that one one four. No, you're not. We're not sorry. I'm sorry that he feels that way, but I think to be honest, what if I imagine if I'd have bought you one Clarkson DVD, George? That's where you went wrong, mate. If I, imagine if I just bought you mm. one. How just boring yeah. that'd be. Raise that number to four. Yeah. Bang. Just it's on. It's totally unrelated, and there's no way you could draw any line between this statement and the last discussion about the email. Do you know when you're in a bar <laughs> and you get a pint? Yeah. But then, but then you have a like a little shot of something else on the side. <laughs> What's that called, Paul? It's called a ch- chaser, George. Is it? It's a chaser. It's called a chaser. Right, yeah, a chaser. Okay. Called a chaser. Chaser, yeah. Not not a fan of chasers, generally, if I'm honest. No, I'm not, either. No. Next bit. <laughs> <laughs> Let 
Just smacking thirst, quenching haste, tasting motivating good, buzzing cool, talking high, walking fast, living ever, giving cool, fizzing. Crass. Well, I think we should, you know, get to the whole uh, doctor part of mm. uh, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Or as it's written in our plan, just chat for about <laughs> hospital and, and being ill for a bit. <laughs> our detailed plan there. Um, yeah. Have you, have, you ever, have you ever been to hospital, George? I have, yes. Mm. Only, I've only really, as far as I can you know, recall, I've only ever had to go uh, once oh. for, um, I mean, for, with, a, with a personal ailment. Oh, okay, so you've been, been with other people. Before. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I had vertigo a couple of years ago, in fact. Oh. And uh, I had to go for a, a battery of tests at the hospital. Blimey. Uh, I was fine. Oh. No brain tumours or anything like that, like was... but I had to go through uh, yeah, a load of tests and stuff. And wasn't a, wasn't a fun day on the whole that day. No. Perfect story for a light-hearted yeah. comedy podcast then, Look, George. the wheel chose doctor, didn't it? It's not like me and you decided, should we do one I about know, doctors I'm... and ailments and illnesses? No, it's not like that. It's just no, the that, wheel that chose it. I'd rather be talking about Brandreth. Right now, but <laughs> well, it's not. It hasn't happened yet. It's on there, mm. and it really it always seems to be one-off Brandreth, which is bizarre. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> but let's not examine the joke too much. Yeah, um, I've been. I, I contrary to you, George. I've been in hospital. Well, I've been in hospital a lot. I've stayed at hospital overnight mm. three times. Ah, okay. In my life, mm. I've been to hospital for various. You know. I think I I went to A&E a few times for hay fever. Like, mm. once I had hay fever so bad that my eye, like, inflated to about yeah. three times its normal size. Mm. So in the middle of the night, I had to go to A&E. Yep. Um, but the three times I went to hospital, um, I'll go through them now for you, George. Do you want to put some music <laughs> under this? <laughs> Is this a top three times you've been to Top hospital? three times. I mean, only three times, but we can call it a top three. Okay. Uh, so, number one, first time I was in primary school and I was running along a wall, fell off and I cracked my head open. Mm. Uh, so, I had to go to hospital. I had concussion. I stayed in hospital overnight and my main memory of being in there is a big chunky nurse waking me up and literally forcing, like, cowpaw down my throat. And I was fine with Calpol. It's not like I would... If she'd have just woken me up and said, can you take some of this? I'd have been like, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll take the Calpol. And I'd have gone back to sleep. But instead, the bitch! It's a bit strong, that. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> the, the, the horrible woman woke me up and forced it down my throat. And then my mum was sitting there by me, going, just let her, just let her, just let her. And I was like, I wouldn't let her! I wouldn't let her if she just woke me up! So that was my first time in hospital. It reminds me of the time I was force-fed peas in primary school. It's interesting, isn't it? We've got lots of, you know, we're quite a, you know, we've all got, I think everyone's got a force-feed story. Mm. (laughs) Maybe not, I don't know. If you've got a force-fed story, listeners. Anyway, number two, um, (laughs) second time I was in hospital was when I broke my arm. Mm. George, I broke my arm. Uh, I was in high school, last year of high school. Yep. Just before the mocks, uh, and I, I went with my dad, and my sister, and to the NEC. <laughs> might to, no, I don't know, might have to cut around that. <laughs> went to the NEC. Yeah. Uh, to a, <laughs> this is fucking bizarre. To a winter sports convention. <laughs> I don't know why. Went to this winter sports convention, and the day was spent. Testing out all these winter sports things. <laughs> no idea why. Um, oh. So we did like a dry ski down a dry slope. We climbed up a big polystyrene board with axes. Yeah. Um, and it was the end of the day, and we were gonna. It was gonna be good. We were gonna. I was. Well, to be honest, I was waiting to leave because it was boring mm. as fuck. Yeah. Um, and I was excited because we'd been promised takeaway pizza. Yeah. Um. And it was the last thing we were trying out before we were going to go. It was snowboarding down a dry slope. Yeah. Uh, and the, I don't know if you've seen a dry slope for snowboarding, George, but they kind of it's kind of like Velcro, basically, the hard yeah. bit of Velcro. 
And I think I have told this bit of the story on the podcast before. But um, I got the guy... They put washing up liquid on the hill. Yeah. And they put it... You know, there's like a teenager spraying... Now it is coming back to me, to be honest, George. They have told this bit of the story. Mm. <laughs> I was spraying... Anyway, sprayed the fucking the, the slope. But it got to the end, and I thought, right, this is the last go. I'm going to get him to just spray the bottom of the board. Mm. <laughs> Went down the hill, smashed into the bottom, and I smashed... Smack, cracked me wrist. Bang! And I screamed, fuck, at the top of my voice. <laughs> so then uh, my dad fucking drove right back to Worcester, where I used to live, to yeah. Worcester Royal. Uh, and I was in A&E there for ages. And the doctors kept coming up and saying, it's all right, not much longer now. We'll just put it in a cast. And da, 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 da. And I remember thinking, oh, well, at least they haven't got to, like, you know, snap the bone back into place. Mm. Uh, and then a couple of... Like a couple of minutes later, one of the doctors came along and said, "We are going to have to snap the bone back into place." <laughs> it's like, oh fuck! Well, at least at least I haven't got to stay in overnight. <laughs> and, then, like, and the doctor came along and said, "You're going to have to stay in overnight because the bo- the bone is so badly broken that we're going to have to operate on the arm and put metal plates in yeah. to hold it straight." <laughs> I was like, oh for fuck's sake! And do you know what, George? I never got me sodding pizza. No, never, ever to this day. <laughs> I mean, I have had pizza, obviously, since, and it probably has been bought by my dad at certain points. Yep. But I never got that particular pizza. I'm seeing him on Thursday. I'll have a word with him about that. If you could have that pizza right now, would you uh, Would you take it? Yes. Okay. I mean, I like pizza. Why wouldn't I? Because it's a decade old. Uh, what, I didn't, well, I didn't imagine that. I just thought it would be like an equivalent pizza. It's literally a decade old. I'm talking the pizza that you would have had. Yeah, I will still have You'll it. You'll still yeah. have it. Oh, I right. will still have it. I mean, it might be all right. These, you know, they. What's on them that goes off? Probably nothing apart from cheese, mm. bread, and the bread, and the yeah. tomato, whatever they're over the top. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. So that was the second time. I don't know if you're noticing a pattern here, George. Um, when you hear about people who've been to hospital and stayed overnight quite a lot, they often have, you know, ailments that aren't mm. their faults. You know, existing conditions. Mine are all based on just being a total fucking <laughs> idiot, just smashing bits of my own body in various yeah. ways. But the third time I was in mm. hospital, I actually had an illness. I've just thought uh, music's called... going to be playing right the way fucking through this. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it after a while, it right. doesn't matter, does it? The third time I was in hospital, uh, it was due to an illness. Um, a disease. I mean, not really a disease, it was just a kind mm. of... It was called periorbital cellulitis. Yeah. And I was staying in hospital for observation because my, my eye kind of inflated. Oh, God, with the eyes again. I know, it's a thing I've got. It's a thing that happens, George. My eye... It was, it was, this, it was the bit around my eye that inflated. It wasn't actually the eyeball. Well, no, so don't I worry, know George. that. I'm not stupid. <laughs> just one massive eyeball. <laughs> and they thought that... Close your ears, George. That maybe there might have been a cyst behind oh, it. Oh, I've got to edit it. What do you mean, close my ears? <laughs> Thankfully, there wasn't, but they kept me in for observation. So I know what you're thinking, George. Well, that was obviously, you know, that wasn't your fault. That wasn't, you know, that was a, that was just a condition. You couldn't help it. However, George, a couple of weeks before, I, I put do remember. In my eyes. <laughs> no, I remember chasing after James Pugh. It's come up again because he'd done something annoying. Mm. The puster. <laughs> Closed the gate behind him. Um, and I sort of tripped and my eye landed on one of the blunt spikes Will you on not the gate. do this? That's what happened, George. I I'm just reporting care. Don't facts. You have to tell me. You could just... Cl- it doesn't matter. Just uh, Right, I'll tell you the time frame. It's 33.30. That's when the eye bit comes up. So you can then... You can literally just put that in and never listen to I it. I still have to... I st- that's what happened anyway, listeners. Sorry, George, but it's just the truth. I'm reporting truth. The other illness I had, the most recent one, was I got glandular fever, final year of college. It's not the same as Saturday um, night fever, is it? <laughs> no, it's no. not, no, because it lasts fucking ages. Yeah. Um, but I had glandular fever. It missed like, all my final year exams for college. Had to do the year again. And that's why uh, we were in the same year then, isn't it? Exactly, George. So imagine if I hadn't got it. This podcast would never exist. Well, I mean, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like two good things would have happened. One, you wouldn't have had glandular fever. And two, <laughs> this wouldn't exist. 
we'd never have met. Two good things, listeners. Do you hear that? That's what he thinks. Two good things would never have happened. Uh, that's that's his revenge, listeners, for me telling all those you know, horrible stories that he's supposed done, like. to be. We we said earlier on we didn't want to go too heavy with this. You know I've got a problem, and yet you. <laughs> well, it's you're the truth. It, it's what happened, you're George. Turning crass into Unshayondalu. Just, just <laughs> you know, you can say oh, I had something wrong with my eye. You didn't have to go into detail. They need the visceral details so they the, get the idea of what happened. I don't need the visceral detail. I'm fine no, with We're not going to argue about this. So you've never had any sort of... You've never been injured in an amusing way? No, I, I mean, oh, again, it's like, apart honestly, from... It's like squeezing from, blood out of a stone, this. Apart from tripping up on, on the morning of 9-11, I haven't really had any amusing <laughs> injuries, no. When you once punched in the face as a child? Yeah, thanks for, thanks for bringing that up, yeah. I didn't. Well, that's a, that could be a fun story. It's not, it's not a fun story, Paul. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you've always told it to me as if it's funny, or maybe I've just found no, it I'm funny. Not, you've just found it funny. Me getting a black eye outside the corner <laughs> shop. It's not. It wasn't meant. It wasn't a bit. I've always remembered it as being funny. Was it not funny? No. Was it just an, a genuine, insane assault? Yeah. By a stranger. Yeah, it wasn't funny. Oh. I've always remembered it as it being like an accident. No. Oh. No, oh. I was about 10 or something, and two, like, 16, 17-year-olds fucking punched me in the oh. face. It's not funny. Oh. Okay, okay I've misremembered that. <laughs> Keep it all this in. <laughs> I don't know how I look like a jerk. I'll cut it then, I'll cut it. No, I don't actually mind that much. <laughs> I can always give the excuse that I'm just playing a character. <laughs> You haven't thought about that, George. Everything that you say is taken as gospel, but me, I can get away with anything. I was just playing a character for that bit. <laughs> I'm going to leave all this bit in, and then that's you sold down the river, son. <laughs> it's the old Jonathan Pye excuse. Yeah. I was just playing a character. Oh, but it is my own personal Twitter. <laughs> Twat. He, has he been quiet during this corona outbreak? I don't... I, yeah, I hope... I don't know. I'm not checking, George. Yeah. I got into a thing of watching Authority 2 last night. <laughs> God. Oh, has I'm, he not, done, I'm not putting myself through that. Has he done any fact-finding missions on m- 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 my corona? <laughs> no, but I wouldn't be surprised if he releases no. one at some point. Yeah. Turd. My corona. <laughs> he wouldn't say my corona. <laughs> Coronavirus. <laughs> May actually have been caused by toxic masculinity. No, he wouldn't say that, would he? He'd say, no, no. "Coronavirus may actually have been caused by the liberal <laughs> millennial army Millennials of lefty losers yep. who believe that political correctness is not a cancer." I finished watching. I finished watching that millennial uh, millennials of the most unhealthy generation video last night, George. Yeah. Who boy? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there was a bit in it where he admits all this some evidence that millennials are not, are not the most Move on from fucking Thorsey yeah. too. Hate the guy. Listeners, that's that's our fucking. That's it. That's our medical chat. Because yeah. that's all you're getting.
The look, the lips, the hips, the tits, the hair, the eye, the skin, the waist. You've seen what I can do on this microphone, so guess what I'm going to do to you at home. That's for something else, I think, actually, Paul. Is it? Yeah. Uh, I have got, however, a tube tail. <sighs> right, have you? Okay. Jingle. Do you know what? I'm going to be? I'm going to try and be positive. <laughs> Jingle. Mind the gap. I can't believe... I can't believe you're bringing this back. Yeah, it's... I've got a story to tell. It's me- medical. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and be positive, and to be honest, George, I'm beyond yeah. caring. So, okay. go for it. Hit it. I was in London. I was at the <coughs> Wimbledon tennis tournament, and okay. uh, it was a great day. It was a really, really hot day, in fact. And uh, Walsh at Wimbledon. Walsh at Wimbledon. Should we have a blast of Walsh at Wimbledon? <laughs> yeah, stick Walsh at Wimbledon on. <laughs> Walsh at And it was a hot day and there was some really great tennis going on. I watched a match with uh, Sabina Lazicki knocking out Serena Williams. You don't care about the specifics. Nope. But um, I was on centre court, great view. But uh, as the day went on, I was feeling progressively right. less well. And, oh dear! Uh, during the the sort of final match of the day, which was a, a Djokovic match, I sort of realised that I've got heat stroke. Oh and shit! So I yeah, I had to leave early, and I remember I was sitting in in the in the stadium in centre court, and I nearly threw yeah, yeah. up. Oh my, uh, my god, imagine that. I, I really though. held it in. It, it was That'd be a good little bit of footage, fun. wouldn't it? If the camera yeah. had cut to you. Vomiting. BBC One. George vomiting. Sue Barker <laughs> commenting on it. John fucking Inverdale probably saying something he named. <laughs> well, he looks sick as a parrot there, to be honest. <laughs> Some stupid That would have been great. But anyway, I, th- I thought I need to go. And so I, yeah. I left through the front gates... And then I realised that the nearest tube station was about 15 minutes away, walking. Oh, bloody hell. And I really didn't feel up for it. No. Uh, my hotel, conversely, was about 10 minutes away in a cab. Right. So I th- weighed up the options. The, t- the way the tube worked, it would have meant going into London to go back out of London to where the hotel was. Yep. When it's actually not that far away physically, but the, the journey would have been mm-hmm. long. So I yeah. opted for work. I opted for a taxi. So I took a taxi nice. back to the hotel. And uh, how much do you think the cab was? Ten minute drive, couple of miles. How much in London do you think the taxi was? I don't know, George. Well, there's a rule, know. right? Figure out what would be a piss take price where you live right. and then double yeah. it and that's London cab prices so it was, it was okay. £18 right see Blimey. I think 6 quid would have been a fair price that's a piss take would be 9 quid double that 18 quid and that's how I arrive at that but yeah I just okay so it cost me 18 quid to get back to the hotel and then when I got there I just went straight to bed okay What and then what happened after that that's it, that's it. I've felt better the next day. Right, that's the story. Okay. 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 Right, that's okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> George, I've got, I've got, well, I've got a question. Yeah. How is that tube tail? Well, you didn't, I was thinking you didn't about get on getting, the tube. I was thinking about getting the tube. You thought about, that's not, uh, that does not, that's the worst one yet. That's the worst one I yet. I thought about the tube. The tube. Was I didn't pivotal think, George. Just... I didn't think you could get any lower when it came to tube tails. The tube. And do you know what, George? Because I was quite. I was feeling quite good about it actually. I thought, do you know what? Subway stories was pretty good. I'll give him that. So I thought maybe this week for tube tails, he's pulled out of the bag. You've put it back in the bag. The... You managed to get. You managed to smuggle tube tails out of its dead like body bag, and you brought it out, and now it's back in. The tube was pivotal to the story. 
No, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. The, the point that... of the story was you felt ill at Wimbledon and then the cab price was really high. The tube was an added <laughs> detail. It was inconsequential, the fact that you couldn't decide. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, more tube tales in the future. Why then? did you call it... You could have called it Cab Chronicles. Because, I, because the tube was pivotal. It was off. We're not gonna. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. Yeah, I'm angry with you. Yeah. Well, are we? Aren't we doing it anymore? We, can I do another <laughs> tube tale at some point? Well, well. If something happens on the tube, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna to... have to, aren't I? We'll have to think about it. You have to buck your ideas up, George. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I think to to wrap things up then this week, if Tube Tales wasn't up to scratch, let's revive one of our older features. Paul, why don't you telly me what you've been watching this week? Hey! Hey! Telly me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the, um, the telly. Well, George, um, we're on lockdown. Yep. So, um... Well, so we're sort of okay, half we're on, on lockdown, okay, we're not on, aren't we? We're not on lockdown. Just, that's no. vi- I'm, not, I'm personally we might on be. lockdown. By Friday, we might be on lockdown. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm personally... I'm social distancing, yeah. as they call it. Mm. I, do you know what I didn't like is when people called it self-isolation. Of course, it's isolation. And you've done... Of course it is. Yeah, but Redundant, you can... You can idiots. A family can isolate. Shut up. Cut that bit out. So, I mean, a lot of people, because it's, you know, it's a distressing time there, going back to the things that make them happy. Mm. And for me, that means watching a lot of old episodes of Doctor Who. <laughs> Do you like Doctor Who, George? Hmm. I don't know why I'm asking, because I know, I know the answer. Yeah. Well, what, hang on. You, you like the tell older me what the stuff, answer don't you, is, George? Go on. What? You like the older stuff, don't you? You like the idea of the older stuff? Yeah. You must have watched it in 2005. I, I like Chris Eccleston, yeah. He is good. He was good. Probably, probably best. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I don't like about Doctor Who, and it's okay. other people who like Doctor Who. You'd be right. You'd be right there, George. That is exactly the right reason to dislike it, because all the, all the people who do like it are, are absolute a-holes. That's, and idiots. That's uh, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know if that's sarcastic in part on your. No, it's not. No. no, it isn't. It's true. I just there's something about people who actually like Doctor Who, it just puts me off. And actually, you don't get yeah. that with Bond fans. A lot of Bond fans are actually all right. Well, 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 well. You can think that, George. But <laughs> well, um, <laughs> my but the problem is, George. <laughs> That um, you know, Doctor Who used to be great, like you, like you said mm. in the days of Chris Eccleston, old Tom Baker all running about with his hats, and Colin okay. Baker being the biggest man in the world. And those days, it was great, you know. But these days, George, um, something's happened to Doctor Who, mm. and it's something that's happened to a lot of TV and a lot of movies. Yeah, and uh, it's it's what I like to call. Um, I can't come up with a fun name. <laughs> And those days it was great, you know, but these days, George, um, something's happened to Doctor Who mm. and it's something that's happened to a lot of TV and a lot of movies. Yeah. And um, it's been invaded by the PC police. It's been overtaken by the social justice warriors. It's too PC these days. Would you not agree, George? Uh, I haven't watched Doctor Who, so I don't know But there's a whether woman or not... doing it now, George. Woman's Doctor... Can you imagine that, George? <laughs> 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 I mean, I actually thought Rebecca Front would have been a good doctor at one point. <laughs> so you're not you're not keen on this sort of new kind of awakening, then? No, no. <laughs> I was going, I was going to do the noise again, but I won't. Anyway, so what I've done, George, is I've come up with a little essay that I've written. Um, oh that I call How to Fix Doctor Who in 2021 and Beyond. Mm. Okay, and this goes out to all the writers and the BBC. Listen to these tips and it'll fix Doctor Who because its ratings have been pretty low. Last episode got less than Antiques Roadshow. 
I'm not making that up. What, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How to fix Doctor Who in 2021 and beyond. Now, I think it's fair to... Weirdly, George, before I start, something happens to me when I read out this um, essay. Yeah. Um, like, Does my it? voice changes. Does it really? Yeah, well, my whole voice changes, and I don't know why. So if that does happen, um, you know, just... I mean, I just try and ignore it because it, I feel quite, you know, um, self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. But it, it could happen. Now, I think it's fair to say that the English science fiction show <laughs> Doctor Who has hit rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's low in the ratings and low in critical faculties. That's just facts. Put some sort of 32-style music under this, George. Yeah. Now, Doctor Who started off as a show about a time-travelling alien man who stole a box and went to space and time. He fought (laughs) deadly evil aliens and robots, and the plots were complicated and science fiction style, but were still accessible for children. Nowadays, it's a borderline comedy show with overly political plots and watered-down aliens and robots. After an extremely PC-12 series featuring plots about climate change, idiots, a woman as the main Doctor Who, and they even shoehorned in a black and lesbian Doctor Who all in one. The BBC have officially gone too far. Now, I have no problem with a woman being Doctor Who, but the fact of the matter is that in an attempt to appease what academics call the snowflake generation, <laughs> the new writer of Doctor Who, Chris Chibner, has forgotten to write <laughs> Doctor Who well. The stories just aren't there, and the new characters are shit at best. If the show is going to find its feet again, then first things first, the whole format needs to change. Currently, Doctor Who series, or seasons in America... <laughs> are comprised of ten standalone-ish episodes. For my reboot, I would aim for more of an anthology style, with one story spread across an entire season or series. It could have a subtitle, Doctor Who Rebellion or Doctor Who Crisis on Kunkarkin. These are just examples I haven't given it much thought until just then. Although no longer a mouthpiece for the PC police, my series would take inspiration from the current Marvel films and would touch on much darker issues than it has before, such as abuse, the logic of evil, genocide, obesity and wars. Now, at the start of the new series, the Doctor would have found himself, or herself, himself, lost (laughs) in time and space, without a TARDIS or a sonic screwdriver, or any of his companions. He would also have some form of space dementia. (laughs) Which means... Which means he can't remember a lot of things from his past, such as his female form, Jodie Whittaker. This would effectively allow the show to start from scratch and would be a fresh new take on the character of the Doctor. Now he would be a complex hero who always manages to save the day, but is haunted by a dark past that he can't fully comprehend or remember at all. Now... I would also introduce a new set of companions to help the Doctor when he can't do anything because of not being able to remember things. First, a bold and fiery new female companion with gumption and feistiness. Her name would be Ellie, and she'd come from Earth. She would be the closest to the Doctor Who, and would quickly become a firm favourite with young girls, which has always been of great importance in Doctor Who. Her death by extermination by a Dalek would be shocking and powerful season finale, perhaps. There would also be a new male companion who would be all muscle but with a big heart. If the Doctor (laughs) needs a big iron pole lifting or needs to arm wrestle someone for some keys, he would call on the male (laughs) companion named Peter or Paul, maybe. I haven't really thought about it. He would be devastated by Ellie's death and concerned by the Doctor's inability to remember basic things like how to open doors. Now, an important element of Doctor Who is a good sense of humour, and to balance out the darker aspects of my new series, the third companion would be a clown called Bongo. <laughs> he would generally lark around playing pranks and having big trousers. <laughs> Every episode would generally consist of the new man doctor pressing a load of buttons in his TARDIS, desperately trying to remember how it works. Him and his companions would land on an alien planet or some fucking place in the past, and would quickly realise they were aliens having a go. This bold new format would bring in new viewers while satisfying old ones. Some examples of plots now. Doctor Who meets an alien that isn't bad, 
but then he turns out to be bad, and the doctor has to work out whether he should kill him or not. The alien has one really big leg. <laughs> doctor Who finds out that Ellie doesn't know who the Beatles are, so he takes her back to meet them. John Lemon is shot by a baddie alien at the end, who is disguised as the fellow who shot John Lemon. <laughs> doctor <laughs> Doctor Who is shocked by all the social justice warriors getting offended these days. So he unleashes an alien plague that makes them all shit themselves, and then they're sorry. Doctor Who meets a new race of Cybermen, but they're women. He can't fight them because Ellie says it's not PC, but he does anyway, and everyone is sorry because he was right to do it. Bongo the Clown is killed by a speeding bin truck, but Doctor Who... Doctor Who <laughs> breaks the rules of time and saves him before it happens, despite the fact that it might blow up the whole universe. The Doctor says, and I quote, a universe without Bongo isn't a universe worth living in anyway. <laughs> and finally, a new... <laughs> and finally, a bold new direction for the Daleks, basically giving them big human arms. Now... I think you'll agree, if these changes were implemented, Doctor Who's popularity would skyrocket. Unfortunately, it's looking increasingly unlikely that the BPCBC, British Politically (laughs) Correct Broadcasting Corporation, will give the true fans what they want. Shame, it was a good show once. Next week, how to fix still open all hours in 2021 and beyond. And that's my little essay on current state of Doctor Who, George. Went on a bit. <laughs> we cut a bit, cut some bits out of it then. Jeez, <laughs> only at the end, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, blimey. <laughs> well, listeners, that's it. Um, stay safe, mm. you know, stay sane indoors. Yep. It's a scary time to be alive. Don't go catching the coronavirus. No. For goodness sake. No, I don't want to be doing that. No, idiots. Come on. Stop catching it. Just wash your hands and that. You can find us on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> at the Crass Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm also on Twitter at Bumbledoon. Bumble D double O N. You can email crasspodcast at gmail.com. But don't feel like you have to. You know, you're not obliged to email us. Just, just yeah, do. don't actually. Just, just don't. Don't bother. Don't know why we're giving it out, to be honest. Nope. Anyway, bye. See yeah, ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the end. There you go. Fuck it. Fuck it. We're off. See ya. <laughs>